Welcome to Hillside Baptist Chapel's weekly Bible study. Please join Dr. Steve Wood every week where we can all collectively grasp a better understanding of God through His Word. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday evening podcast. We're glad that you could join us and uh, thankful that you can be here for our services tonight. We're continuing our study through the book of Jeremiah, and we're looking at chapter 37 tonight. And the title of tonight's message is Pain and Suffering. Pain and Suffering. That doesn't sound like a good title for anything, does it? But let us look at Jeremiah tonight and what he has to say and see if we can understand why the title of tonight's lesson is such. It says in Jeremiah 37, beginning with verse 11, verses 11 through 21, it says, When the Chaldean army withdrew from Jerusalem because of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah started to leave Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to claim his portion there among the people. But when he was at the Benjamin gate, an officer of the guard was there, whose name was Irajah son of Shilamiah, son of Hananiah. And he apprehended Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You're deserting to the Chaldeans. That's a lie, Jeremiah replied. I'm not deserting to the Chaldeans. Irajah would not listen to him, but apprehended Jeremiah, and took him to the officials. The officials were angry at Jeremiah and beat him and placed him in jail in the house of Jonathan the scribe, for it had been made into a prison. So Jeremiah went into the cell, a cell in the dungeon and sat there many days. King Zedekiah later sent for him and received him in his house privately, Ask him, Is there a word from the Lord? There is, Jeremiah responded. And he continued, You will be handed over to the king of Babylon. Then Jeremiah said to King Zedekiah, How have I sinned against you, or your servants, or these people, that you have put me in prison. Where are your prophets who prophesied to you, claiming the king of Babylon will not come against you and this land? So now please listen, my lord, the king. May my petition come before you. Don't send me back to the house of Jonathan, the scribe, or I will die there. So then King Zedekiah gave orders, and Jeremiah was placed in the guard's courtyard. He was given a loaf of bread each day from the Baker Street until all the bread was gone from the city. So Jeremiah remained in the guard's courtyard. 
Father, we thank you tonight for the privilege of being able to open your word and read the things that you have for us. I pray tonight that we'll understand that the pain and suffering that we go through can be and should be for your glory from your people. And we pray that your blessings would be upon all that are listening tonight. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Elizabeth Elliot once said, I'm not a theologian or a scholar, but I'm a I am very aware of the fact that pain is necessary to all of us. In my own life, I think I can honestly say that out of the de uh, deeps, uh, deepest pain has come the strongest conviction of the presence of God and the love of God. 1 Peter 3.14 tells us, But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you're blessed. Pain and suffering were a regular part of the life of Jeremiah. The time frame in today's reading is the same as last week as we were studying about the Babylonians temporarily withdrawing from their siege of Jerusalem in order to fight the Egyptians. And verse 11 tells us that this is the same period of time. Judah experienced a brief reprieve during which Jeremiah planned to travel to his hometown and take care of some family business, verse 12 tells us. At the city gate, however, he was falsely accused of deserting, arrested, beaten, and imprisoned, verses 13 through 15 we read a moment ago tells us. This might have been due to his unpopular prophecies and advice to surrender rather than to resist. Jeremiah 21 verse 9 tells us about that. King Zedekiah, though, brought Jeremiah out of his prison house to his own house and asked him privately for a word from the Lord, verses 16 and 17 tells us. This might have been an implied invitation for the prophet to change his message to gain his freedom. But God had not changed his mind, and Jeremiah remained faithful even under these circumstances. He boldly pointed out the injustice of his imprisonment. He had committed no crime, he confessed in verses 18 and 19, and the king didn't release him, but perhaps out of guilt, he transferred him to a better prison, verses 20 and 21 tells us. Suffering and persecution were the theme in Jeremiah's life. For the true followers of God, suffering, suffering and persecution at the hand of the world are inevitable. John chapter 15, beginning with verse 18, says, If the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. Remember the word I spoke to you? A slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. 
but they will do all of these things to you on account of my name, because they don't know the one who sent me. Now, when we lose a loved one, we often have questions for God. Some have said, does God have anything to say to me at this moment? King Zedekiah asked Jeremiah the prophet the same question. Is there any word from the Lord? I'm thankful to be able to answer today as Jeremiah the prophet answered the king. There he is. Today, let's consider three words from God. First of all, a word about our hurt. Losing a loved one hurts. God understands our hurt and encourages us to express our hurt to Him. Don't deny our hurt. Don't try to push it aside. It's a normal part of life. As we lose someone we love, we will miss them. The fellowship, the daily communion, the impact that they had on our lives, the activity done with them. God understands hurt more than anyone. Remember that Jesus was described as a man of sorrow acquainted with grief. So God's word about our hurt is this. I understand it. I want you to express it to me. Now let us notice a word about our help. God wants to help us with our hurt. The psalmist tells us, My help comes from the Lord, Psalm 121 tells us. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He is constantly with the believer. He wants to comfort us, strengthen us, encourage us, and enable us to come through this loss with faith and trust in Him. An old song that we've sung tells us this, Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell Him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry, and He will answer by and by. So allow God to help you through your hurt as He is directly in touch with you and your heart. Use other people to care for you and your need to help you by just listening, maybe even preparing a meal or helping you sort out things, whatever you need may be. And then a word about our hope. Definition of hope is a guaranteed assurance as we read about it in the scriptures. The Apostle Paul said, Grieve not as those who have no hope. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable, the scriptures tell us. I'm thankful to say today, based on the word of God, that for those who have personally received Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, there's a guaranteed assurance, hope, based on the words of Jesus himself. Hope of relief from pain, hope of reward for living for him, 
hope of rest from our labors, hope of reunion with our loved ones someday. John 14 tells us, and this is what Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and I will come again and will receive you into myself, that where I am, there you also will be with me. In conclusion today, is there any word from the Lord? There is. We can take our hurt to Him, whatever our hurts may be, whatever our problems may be, whatever our sorrows, our cares, and He will help us. And He will have hope placed in our lives. We have eternal life. And we look forward to a time when we will be with Him forever. The Lord has warned us that we would face troubles in this life, as I mentioned a moment ago. Pray that these trials will prove the genuineness of our faith. The Bible tells us that it's of greater worth than gold. And it's for the praise, glory, and honor of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter chapter 1 tells us. Father, we thank you tonight that we have the privilege of bringing all of our cares before you. We know that Jeremiah did this, even in the terrible situation that he was in, even with all the problems that were brought into his life, the pain and the suffering that was there. And yes, we go through pain and suffering today in our lives. But just like Jeremiah, we can bring them to you and you listen, you care, and you can help us. I pray that all of us would bring the things that are troubling us in our lives to you and allow you to help us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Thank you, and God bless.